Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Talking about the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is required for all that will be sealed in the apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7. They're sealed by the Lord Jesus Christ. The seal of the living God in their forehead. That's the mind of Christ. It's going to the base of the statue of the fullness of Christ. And the last sealing is not of babies or little children or even young men, but fathers. That's come to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, just as we see in Exodus 28. We find there for the high priest garments, the first thing that was sealed was on the shoulders of the high priest were the two onyx stones with six of the each tribes according to birth. That was an engraving of an engraver, the engraving of a signet. That's the sign there, the like figure, the newborn babes receive that sealing at birth. They're born again of the water and the spirit. They've repented and baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, circumcision of the heart, the body, the sins of the flesh cut off by baptism, and they have received the Holy Ghost. Born of the Spirit. That's actually 38. But you don't stop there. Then they grow from newborn babes to little children. We see that in 1 John 2, 12-14. I run to you little children because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake, born again, and you've known the Father. They've grown because they know that Jesus is the Father. He is the Lord Jehovah revealed. He is that spirit made manifest, the image of his person, singular person, not a trinity. Now they know the true doctrine of Christ. There's only one God. Christ is the office uh, of every spirit. Christ is the Father. Christ is the Word. Christ is the Holy Ghost. Christ is the Son of God. Christ is the Son of Man. There's but one spirit there. That's the established in the doctrine of Christ. And if any man abide not in the doctrine of Christ, he hath not God, 2 John 9. But we don't stop there. That's knowing the person of Jesus. Now we go to the next. In Exodus 28, then we go to the work of the ministry. There's a breastplate of judgment. There are four rows, three in each row, of the, the tribes of Israel. Judah is the car Zebulun. That's the first row. Facing toward the east, and the standard over that is the lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Second, Reuben, Simeon, Gad. That's the second row. That's the standard of a man. That's to the south. Then we have toward the west, we have uh, that of an ox, that suffering servant, which we find in Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin. Then to the north, we have the eagle. First, it was a serpent, changed to an eagle, and that is Dan, Asher, and Naphtali. And that standard there, obviously, the eagle. Those are the four faces of Jesus in the line, man, ox, and eagle, as proclaimed in uh, the gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, respectively. There, we go to that sealing according to the work of the ministry, according to the tribes. That's another engraving of an engraver, an engraving of a signet. 
The signet is a sign, a loft of, of the alpha to the omega, the, uh, the aloft to the tav, the A to the Z in English. All the attributes of God in that and doing the will of God. But that's still not in the forehead. That is uh, that second sealing of young men. And we see that again in 1 John 2, 12-14. I write to you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you, and you've overcome the wicked one. Now, that's the third sealing, progressive glory being revealed in through the body of Christ. Then we go to the final step, the final glory. We've added to our faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance. Temperance, patience, patience, godliness, that's the God life. Godliness, brotherly kindness, and brotherly kindness, charity, which is uh, the bond or guarantee of perfectness coming unto perfection. And uh, that's the reason why Peter stated that charity will cover a multitude of sins. It's not love. It's the love of God based in doing his will. Not loving in word and in tongue, but in deed and in truth, doing the will of God. So we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in us both the will and the do of his good pleasure. We have to find the will of God. And that is simply through the word of God. And we find that in young men. They're overcomers. And we see that in Revelation, the second and the third chapter. Well, they said, he that overcometh will I grant. And Jesus gives Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, uh, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. A word there from the voice of the Son of God. To hear his voice and then obey it. Obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness, without which no man will see the Lord. And assuming that we are overcomers, that is the young men there that are sealed there because their word of God is strong in them. They've overcome the wicked one. They're still a higher step. They're still not sealed in their mind, in their forehead with the mind of Christ. There's one last growth. From faith to faith, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord, and that is the Father's. Now we find that in Malachi 4. Remember my servant Moses, behold, I send you Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, the children to the fathers. It's an Elijah ministry in restoration, which is essential for the body of Christ to come unto perfection to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and growing up into Jesus in all things, all things of faith. So we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. We see that, that Jesus stated coming down off the Mount of Transfiguration, a mountain apart, that there appeared uh, Peter, James and John, there appeared to the three disciples there, Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. Jesus did only redemption miracles. He healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opened blind eyes, loosed the dumb tongue, the lame walked, and the captive went free. Moses, on the other hand, uh, did judgment miracles, destroying all the gods in Egypt, God through him, Christ through Moses, as proclaimed in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. All the Old Testament prophets searched diligently in the grace that should come unto us, searching water, what manner of time, the spirit of Christ that was in them. It was not Moses, it was the spirit of Christ in him. That was a God, the Lord Jesus in Moses, doing the judgment miracles, destroying the gods of Egypt. There. 
them we have uh, that Christ and all that Old Testament prophets, and we find it also in Elijah. It was not Elijah doing the kingdom miracles. It was the Christ in Elijah, as declared by 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. Well, they appeared with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. That transfiguration is on the mountain apart where Jesus is transfigured, and it will be attributed to the body of Christ in the last days that will be counted for the seed for the generation to those that have an ear to hear. To grow up into him in all things of faith that were taught, not tossed to and fro by the wind of doctrine. There is coming to that final sealing of the servants of God in their forehead. We find that in Exodus 28. That's the mitre that goes upon the forehead of the high priest, held with a ribbon of blue, which blue stands for holiness, that without which no man shall see the Lord. And it's held on a gold plate, gold being the glory of God, and written upon that plate, holiness unto the Lord. All capital letters in bold print. Why? Because that's the mind of Christ being sealed in the body of Christ in Revelation 7. And those are the fathers, full grown, full age, winged from the milk in a full age, having their senses exercised, thereby to discern both good from evil. The fathers there in that ministry of restoration that we see in Acts 3, 20 and 21, that the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution or restoration of all things. That's all true. What does that mean? Well, it means that heavens must receive Jesus. He will stay there until all things of faith there are restored in the restitution, just as Jesus stated coming down off the Mount of Transfiguration when the disciples asked Jesus, why did the disciples of John say that Elijah must first come? Jesus responds, Elijah truly must first come and restore all things. That's things of faith. That's coming to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ and to a perfect man. Then he stated, Elijah has already come. If you will receive it, this they understood the speak of John the Baptist. But John the Baptist didn't know many mighty miracles. As we will, the body of Christ and the spirit of Elijah in the last days, being called by the name of John, the beloved disciple. You see that in Revelation 10. John was to reveal to the servants of God things, uh, the things of faith, which Jesus said would be restored to the body of Christ. Show us things which must shortly come to pass. It's a revelation of Jesus. John, uh, there in Revelation 10, heard what the seven thunders uttered their voices he was about to write. Well, obviously, the seven thunders, the voice of God into perfection, seven. But he said, write it not. How's it coming? It's coming through the word of God. You have to search you out of the book and read. Not one of these things will fail. Search the scriptures from them. You think you have eternal life, and these are they that testify of me, Jesus said. It's coming out of the book. Each one has to seek God for their particular individual will of God, that God has dealt to everyone the measure of faith to do his purpose, his will, individually, not corporately, individually, which means that we must seek ye out of the book and read. Paul stated the same in Romans, Romans 12, 1. 
I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's not transformed to the world. Some have perverted that scripture saying, well, you must have a new mind. Receive what things are happening in the world in situational ethics. This ecological, sociological, environmental ethics. Situational ethics, it all depends upon the situation, what is true and what is not. What's real and truth and what is false. That is a blatant lie. The only truth we have is God is truth. Sanctify them through thy word, thy word is truth, and the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth that reveals it to us. There's no other way. But we departed from the living God, searching out uh, our own ways and cisterns that can hold no water, trees twice plucked up by the roots, and uh, clouds that have no rain. And we wonder why. Well, because we turn our back on God, then our own ways have procured these things into us. And we wonder why. The curse causeth will not come. Jesus stated in Malachi 4 that, remember my servant Moses, behold, I send you Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. He, that spirit of Elijah, that spirit of restoration that Jesus said must first come and restore all things and that heavens must receive Jesus until these things are restored in all truth, in all faith, coming unto the measure of the statue of Jesus in full glory. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. It is a total restoration. The restitution of all things in Acts 3, 20 and 21. That is what must happen. These things that must shortly come to pass in Revelation 1, verse 1. And that is that Elijah ministry that will be revealed in and through the church only through the reading of the word of God and finding out each individual will. Not a corporate will, but an individual will that God will fitly frame each individual member in particular according to the measure of faith given to each part and fitly frame it together for his honor, his glory, his purpose. And the eye can't say the hand, I have no need of you. The hand can't say the foot, I have no need of you. For God has placed the more abundant honor on the less comely parts. There'd be no chism or division in the body. We need each other. That is why it's imperative that the body of Christ come together. Otherwise, they're made of prey for every raven of beast, every ravenous beast spread upon every and scattered upon every high hill. The body of Christ must come together. So we implore you to contact us as our ministry there wants to work with you in the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God. There we have that book, that Bibliorydian, the little book in Revelation 10, that John in the spirit of Elijah, which is the body of Christ, that must again prophesy before many nations, kindreds, tongues, and kings. That's the body of Christ. And notice that the only way John received it was not through what the seven thunders uttered, their voices, but it was through the word of God. That's the Bibliorydian, the little book. Yeah, he was told, take the book, the little book, out of the angel's hand and eat you all of it. Not part of it, not partial truth. Not just the John 3, 16 or Acts 2, 38. 
Eat all of it. Come to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ and all the commandments, judgments, precepts, and statutes of God, line upon line, precept upon precept, until you come to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ and have your final sealing in your forehead in the mind of Christ. Those that are full grown fathers, they will be the only ones that will preach this everlasting gospel to all the world for witness in all nations, and then we and will come. Notice that no man's going to give it to you. The kingdom of God suffers violence, the violent take it by force. John had to take the book out of the angel's hand. The law and the prophets warned to John since that time men pressed their way into it. How do we do it? That's exactly what Paul stated to the church of Philippi. He said, I have not already attained, neither am I already perfect. But I'm trying to apprehend that of which I'm apprehended of Christ, trying to come to the measure of the statue of Jesus reaching forth of those things which are before, growing up into Jesus and all things of faith, forgetting those things which are behind. Just as he stated there in Hebrews 6, they said, therefore, leaving the first principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the, that foundation of faith toward God, repentance from dead works, the doctrine of baptism, laying on the hands, and the resurrection, eternal judgment. This will we do if God permit. Let us go on to perfection. That's what John is stating there in John in Revelation 10. John taking the little book out of the angel's hand. That's what Paul stated there to the church at Philippi. And he stated how he did it, pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And went ahead and told us, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. There's the mind of Christ. And if you be any otherwise minded, God will reveal this even unto you. We need to hear from you. God is moving in the nations right now. Africa, we have over a thousand ministers that's come into this great truth. India's moving also almost as fast. We need to hear from you. You need to call us. We need to work together. The body of Christ is coming together into the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, and to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That knowledge of the Son of God is not gnosko, but epigonosko. That is, epi higher knowledge is not knowing Jesus after the Spirit, but knowing him not only the person, but the work of the ministry as well. What the judgments of God are to be revealed in and through the body of Christ uh, to bind their kings and chains and nobles and fetters of iron uh, to execute the judgment written. Uh, this honor have all the saints, Psalm 149. That's what God's doing now. What about you? Are you listening to them and obeying the leading of the Holy Ghost? There, if he's called uh, this ministry's name to you, call us. Don't procrastinate. Don't worry what other people think about it. Obey God rather than man. We need to hear from you because right now God is doing this. He's sealing his people, all that will receive his word, not in a baby mode, not in just a young man mode, but full fathers weaned from the milk and a full age, skillful in the word of righteousness, knowing that we must grow up into Jesus in all things and all truth. Those are the ones that will be sealed in Revelation 7, the apocalyptic sealing. Without it, we will not be able to stand. Uh, and the woe, woe, woe trumpets woe be unto the inhabitants of the earth by the reason of the other three angels yet to sound. John will be the body of Christ 
in the spirit of Elijah, turning the hearts of the fathers full grown to the children, children to the fathers, to perfect the body of Christ through the measure of the statue of Jesus. And then the end will come. The night is far spent. The day is at hand and the Lord will come to us as the morning. We find that in Hosea 6. If we follow them to know the Lord, the going of the Lord, going forth the Lord is prepared as the morning. He will come to us. That's a parousia as the former and the latter rain. And the latter rain is upon us now for those that have an ear. Ask you for the Lord rain at the time of the latter rain. The Lord make bright clouds, send forth showers to everyone, grass in the field. Imperative. Give us a call. Let's work together. God's doing it now. Those of you in Africa, your calling will get right back to you. Those that God are dealing with, Europe and America, we need to hear from you. There, 75% of our downloads are in America. There, in the thousands of downloads that we've had, it's in America. Let us hear from you. Let's work together. There, the time is at hand. This is a work that God will do. It's short work, and he will do this, cut it short in righteousness. The devil won't be able to get into it because the sealing of God, of the servants of God in their foreheads is the mind of Christ. They're sealed with that all the way into charity, which is the bond of perfectness that will cover a multitude of sins. Charity are those that are of full age. Well, Paul talked about it there in 1 Corinthians 13, talking about charity. Charity is not love. Love in itself is not love in word and in tongue. But charity is love and word, not in word and tongue, but indeed and in truth, doing the will of God. Loving God and doing his will, that's charity. If we do, don't do the will of God and say we love God, well, we can have the emotion. We can have a, a phileo, an agapio. But if we do, then we will do the will of God. And that's charity. Charity, charity is loving God and doing his will based in the word of God. Each individual doing the will of God according to the faith that was delivered to them individually. That is a personal will of God and purpose for each individual member that they must perform and do in order to be saved. And that's the reason Jesus stated, not only save me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in, but only those that do the will of God. That is critical that we hear the voice of the Lord and obey it unto righteousness, unto holiness, whosoever we yield our members of service to obey, and were we the servants to whom we obey, whether of sin unto death, be carly minded, or spiritually minded uh, of obedience unto righteousness. The choice is ours. God's doing it now in a proceeding word of God, in the proceeding truth of the word of God. It is now upon us. The burden is on us to, to do the will of God. The burden is not on God. Anyone says the burden of the Lord, the burden of the Lord will be cut off. For the burden is on us. God has already made the way and to perfect us. All we have to do is receive the engrafted word of God that's able to save us. And that is why we need to hear from you. God dealing with you, bore witness with your spirit, then call. Leave a message, I'll get right back to you so we can work together with the DBM team here that we have in America that we want to work with you. My country code is plus one. Area code 903-746-4885. Again, please call. Don't procrastinate. 
straightway do the will of God and let us hear from you, for we can work together. It's not for any of our righteousness or our holiness that God has told us to do that, but for his name's sake. We're just, we'll shop, prop the rag, shine your shoes. We're just servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. But we are sold out to do that will. And the Lord will accomplish it through his body to those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Again, plus one, that's the country code, 903, area code, 7464885. Now we're praying for God, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, the only true God in eternal life, to perfect that which is lacking in each and every one of us, uh, that to do the will of God, uh, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.